Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I get to talk with one of my favorite people, Kate Decker, and Kate and I are in the same mastermind. We have the same coach, um, so that's how I met her, but she is absolutely amazing. If you do not already know her, here's a little bit about her. So Kate Decker, aka the Sparkle Bomb Coach, is an alignment and women empowerment coach. She is the founder of the Be Happy Now brand and the co-founder of the Pinterest Perfect program. She runs live women empowerment circles, retreats, online programs, and online masterminds. She coaches women how to create the most fun, joyful, and aligned life and business by turning on their inner sparkle. I love it. And I think I have all the Kate Decker vibes today because we have you on the podcast today, obviously. And then all day I've been using the sparkle emoji. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And I used it for like the third time and I'm like, okay, this must be because Kate is like in my aura or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So the thing like that I love about Kate that I was telling her earlier is I feel like just outside looking in, she's so brave. She's always just making the bold decisions, the brave choices, like, and I feel like you're always doing, and I know it's probably not always easy (laughs) or maybe ever (laughs) easy, but I just feel like you're really good at just doing what your next level self would do. And I feel like there's so many people who are so resistant to that. And then when I learned, which was not long ago, like literally last month, I think a little bit about your story, I was like, what? (laughs) I didn't know any of this. So I think when people hear your bio, they're going to hear all this stuff of like, and if they do know you, it's like, we see you running programs and retreats and these events, which so many people want to do. But literally like four years ago, there, things were nothing close to this, right? True. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to hear a little bit about that because the fact that so much can change like that quickly is crazy. So can you tell us a little bit about you know, who you were before all of this, um, and specifically like four or so years ago where your story kind of begins, mm-hmm. at least the part I know. <laughs> okay. So hello everyone. And thank you so much, Taylor, for having me. I'm like so freaking excited to be here. <laughs> and I think part of the reason why people, you know, don't know that much about me because I am not always the best in like talking about myself because everything that I've done, I often take like, oh yeah, I did that. I mean, not a big deal, (laughs) but it's not true. It's not true. It just, it feels like that in hindsight for everyone who's listening. So for about, I think it was in October, it was exactly four years ago when I arrived to the US. And 
I would like to take it a little bit before that. So before I arrived to the US, I was an entrepreneur. And at that time, I got myself in such a financial dump. Like if I could file bankruptcy, I think that's what I would do. But luckily my parents were kind enough to kick my butt and kind of help me out. But I just was at the point where I was like, I don't really know what to do. I don't really understand who I am. I don't know what I want to do, what people are telling me to do. Like I cannot keep going like this. And even though my parents helped me, I cannot listen to them. What should I do? Even though I have made some bad choices. And in that, at that time, I spent an evening with one of my best friends and she was telling me about her time in the U.S. as an au pair. And in that moment, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the United States, even though I've never had a desire before, and I'm going to be an au pair. And I'm going to have this flexible schedule, and I love kids, and I'm going to have fun, and I'm going to take that time to figure out what I want to do with my life. And at that time, I had to pay like, so it was like 25, 30,000 crowns, which as an equivalent, it's like, I don't know, like maybe $1,200, which for me at the time in that country was like an equivalent of if I had to pay like six, $7,000 emotionally, I would say, which was a lot of money considering the fact that I just went bankrupt. (laughs) Yeah. And I uh, started this new job and I started selling perfumes. Like I was walking door to door selling perfumes to make that happen. And I actually made that money in like two months. So (laughs) I think if that shows anything is that if I decided I'm doing something, I'm just doing it and it's happening and it's, it's just, it's happening and that's it. And you know, when I arrived to the U S I still didn't know what, like, what's going to happen? What am I going to do? And my English was sort of existent. But it wasn't like, I would not be having a conversation with you like this. I could take the level of like communicating with kids and I could like kind of like understand what my host family was telling me, like in instructions and all of those things. But it was really always challenging. And so sometimes when I would have like conversation, what am I supposed to do with the kids? After we were done talking, I like ran into my room try to remember everything that my host mom said and like I put it into translator because I was so I didn't understand what she wanted me to do oh my gosh that is amazing yeah and then like today you know when you told me that you want to hear this part of my story I was like okay well so how can I describe people what was the level of my English and give you an example like when she said I'm gonna run some errands and the word errand means like kind of nothing really. And it doesn't translate. So I had never I, any idea what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. going somewhere. Yeah, I was like, yeah. And I, and I had no idea. Or like we would be in the kitchen and I would have like four kids there. And I'm like, I'm going to give you all veggies. And they start laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you laughing? I want to give you some vegetables, you know? So it was like these things that... I was able to go through my day and sort of like with the people who are patient communicate, but I just did not feel very comfortable. Um, and so starting a business speaking English at that point was not even a question. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, and that's how I got into like the Boston, Massachusetts area. And I absolutely love that. Like that place is just in my heart so much. Anyway, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. And because like, as I was, you know, being an au pair, I was trying to figure out what am I going to do? And I didn't have the intention of staying in the U.S. And that sort of then changed because there were some things that I wanted to do. Like I was considering maybe going to school and like staying here longer or staying here with my host family. And I, you know, then sort of like just for fun, went on few dates and they were horrible uh, mm-hmm. for the most part <laughs> because obviously for me especially like with my you know more or less like good English not everyone is open for that to yeah. be patient um but then I went on this date with this guy and I like I swear I was so late for that date I didn't even care literally before I walked into the coffee shop I had to open the app so it was on tinder and I had to like look at like oh how did he look like what was his name like I just did not give a foop about it and I walk in and this handsome man stands up and I'm like oh Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> and we just had like the best conversation and he was the most patient person and I always felt so good even if I didn't understand something that he was saying. I always felt comfortable like you know like asking the questions. And I think why why I'm saying this is because I think it helped me that I had that like really like that one person that was like kind of outside of my family and host family that was patient and open and like, you know, like listening to me. So it gave me the confidence that maybe I can speak English. Maybe I like can, you know, improve. Maybe it's okay to ask questions. And that really helped me to move forward and long story short I mean we're married now and (laughs) (laughs) and we got married pretty quickly like oh my gosh we've been dating for like three months and he asked me to like move in with him temporarily and I had to finish my contract with my host family and then at six months we like moved in together and nine months dating we got engaged and a week later we got married married so (laughs) Yeah, like it was fast, but I just knew that that was it. And I just felt it in my heart. And it was the same like fast decision making as when I was deciding to go to the US. I was like, I feel this is right. And I'm just going with it. And it's going to work out. And then with him in a relationship, I was like, well, I just know this is it. And I'm going to do it because this just feels right and because I have this evidence I think any other decision that I made later I always had that like reminder of well it worked in this thing so maybe it will work this time as well yeah I mean that's what I was telling you earlier and just what I've seen from you like and I feel like you do this so amazing in your content now in your business of just like you experience things during the day like every day as we all do and then you learn from it Mm-hmm. And then you teach it. <laughs> and I'm assuming that you apply it to your own business and life from there. And I, I that's that resonates so much with my story too, because um like it was just like I when I had less of like kind of like nothing to lose, I just mm-hmm. kept trusting myself on a couple like random crazy things. And then now anytime it feels hard to trust myself, I'm like, well, that's what got me here. <laughs> you know, it's so important just to like 
observe those things and, and learn from those things along the way, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, that brings up such an important point of like, so many people have the moments when they trusted themselves and it worked, but instead when they were making another decision, they focus on the times when it didn't. Mm -hmm. and I definitely had moments when I like made decisions and it didn't work but when I was being 100% honest with myself the reasons often why it didn't work was because it wasn't that clear soul calling decision yeah so I think you know Matt kind of like mixing the apples and pears with that is what people, what gets people stuck in making powerful decisions is because they remember the one time that something didn't work, but they don't think about it. Like what was the state that they were in when they were making the decision? How did it feel? Was it a logical decision or was it because it was a soul calling or because it felt so good and so aligned? Yes, I love that. Because obviously you've had some decisions that didn't work. I mean, we heard like a glimpse of like your first entrepreneurial endeavor mm -hmm. and not ending up in a good financial situation. And if you were to keep making your decisions, remembering that like, well, I made bad financial decisions before. I, I better be so careful now, but mm -hmm. you're doing big things right now in your business and investing. And I want to hear a little bit about that. Like, um, when did you discover like the coaching world? Like what did that, that look like when you were deciding to like start mm -hmm. this business? So uh, one point that is important for anyone who doesn't know me, my husband is the, in the Air Force. He's in the military. And at the time when we got married, we, he was stationed in Wichita Falls, Texas, which for me, it was like cultural shock in middle of nowhere. I knew no one. The only person I would talk to was that greeting guy in Walmart. <laughs> And like, you know, it's funny now, but I was depressed. Yeah. Like it was the worst. I was so far from my friends, so far from my family, so far for, from any, anything. And actually at the time, at first, I wasn't even allowed to work. So there was like nothing. My confidence with my English was still like very bobbly. So I started like looking around, like, what can I do? And what can I do that I will be like happy and satisfied with? And I can take with me as we move around. So it was like a blessing and a curse, I guess, at the same time. And I found this online business world, if you will, with graphic design and website design. So I started with that just because it was the only thing that I could see. And then like two or three months in, I had a discovery call with one coach and I'm, I somehow like enrolled, <laughs> ended up enrolling in the group coaching program. And it was the first time that I found out that coaching was a thing, which actually was something that I've like had this desire to do for a very long time, but I didn't know it was a thing. So when I saw her coaching us and like showing us and teaching us all these things and she was doing it online and she was so successful in it, I was like, Ooh, yes. I want to do this. Oh yeah. my gosh. So interesting. <laughs> That's so similar to me where I started online doing like, um, done for you services. And then I actually started getting a couple like clients that were coaches and I'm like, wait, mm -hmm. they're doing what I do, but I do that part for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Totally. Yeah. 
Awesome. So then you find the coaching world, like then what? I'm so curious, like, was this coaching program to be a coach or was it just like growing your design business? Like what were you doing? Oh, um, <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? So the, it was um, about like building your business. But at that time, I was so convinced that I'm going to build this website design, graphic design, you know, possibly social media business. And I just remember we were just moving to another place. And I remember we were at this gas station and I was just like telling my husband, like, I, I just think I want to do this coaching thing, but I feel like so much guilt and shame and like, who am I to tell someone something like my life is still a mess and I have made so many mistakes and I just like couldn't imagine that I could actually pull it off. Mm -hmm. And, and again, like he was so actually sweet and he told me like the, one of the reasons why he was like interested in dating me is because I felt like so wise and had different, completely different opinions outside you know, of the regular. Um, and that's like why he was like interested in like going on dates with me. And I'm like, Hmm, well, if this person who knows me the most <laughs> thinks that about me, I mean, obviously he's a little biased, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I started playing around with that idea, but I still like, it took me a long time to overcome all of those like limiting beliefs and find my way and find my journey. And then I started doing like marketing things and like, you know, teaching people strategies. And then like, it didn't really work for me because it wasn't fun. And I was just doing what I thought that I should. And it was just like a whole mess. <laughs> yeah. How long ago was this when you, when you first, like, how long ago was it when you joined that group coaching program? I think that was like, September, like fall of 2017. So like two years ago. Yes. Oh my gosh. And now I feel like you're pretty clear <laughs> in what you do and you come across very confident with it. And I mean, you're doing it. You're really Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just said like, oh, 2017, that's so long ago, but, but it's not. <laughs> well, two years ago, it's like, I don't know if I'm good enough. Like, what could I possibly share with people? I'm not perfect. And then now it's like, no big deal. Running programs on your own, running programs with other amazing women, um, mm -hmm. like doing in-person uh, retreats and coaching, which so many people are like dreaming about doing, thinking like they're nowhere near ready for that. Like mm -hmm. online programs, like all the things. Like it, I just think it's so important to share that because it's just like, it's funny to you. It seems like it's so long ago, but two years, like that is crazy. That's so fast. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like, even considering that, that like first year, it was literally, I felt like I'm this like fish trying to like survive, you know, outside of water. Like I really had no idea which direction am I going? Is this going to work? Am I good enough for this? So like that year was definitely like, I, I figured out nothing, nothing in the first year. <laughs> <laughs> what changed though? Like what, how did you, I don't even know what to ask. Like what happened? <laughs> how did it turn around? Like say like when things kind of started turning around, like where you were being more confident online and more clear, like when was mm -hmm. that and what had to change for you? 
So there were two very clear points. And one of them was actually in the fall of 2018 when we just moved to Seattle and it was after we had our like, you know, non-official wedding ceremony with our families that we paid for ourselves and it was in the Czech Republic and it was gorgeous and we had like 70 people coming. But like, obviously it was financially also exhaustive and then there were some things that didn't go well like our dog gets sick and then like um, we had to buy some like last minute flights because of like all the immigration laws and like we were in such a bad financial position with everything being charged on our credit cards and like there was no other place to go like if there was no more up the ceiling was done and It was really like the moment of like, okay, I need to figure out what am I doing because I can no longer just be like doing nothing and not bringing income and all of that. Like I need to figure out what I'm doing. So I gave myself a month to figure out what is the most important thing in my life and what is like the most important thing that if nothing else works, what do I want? Yeah. And that was when I was like, oh, well, I want to be happy. Like, I would always see my parents being so freaking unhappy and then bringing so much frustration and so many problems and, you know, like all of it. And I'm not going to get down into that. But I decided I'm going to be happy. And then this vision of the be happy now came and I created a group and I started talking about it and I started more and more and more. And then it became my brand and it was very clear. And then I signed up for you know, another coaching. And then the next really big point was when I hired my private one-on-one mentor, like that changed a lot. Yeah. I love that. I think that's such a great thing for people to think about. Like, what is that one thing that matters to me most Mm -hmm. above all, especially in the coaching world, because it's so easy to get sucked into like, okay, what is the right thing for me to sell or like the right positioning or the thing that will sell that people will buy, but that's not how it works. Is it? (laughs) No, that's why the first year I figured out nothing because I was trying to figure out what is the right thing to do instead of what is the one thing that matters to me the most. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I love that. And then because that truly is the most important thing to you, And you're not just doing it because you're trying to pick the right business or because it's what other people like. It's like, you can, I feel like you can feel more confident with it because it's like, no, really truthfully, like above anything else, like being happy now is what matters to me. And that's what I need to stand for. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I love that. So that was amazing hearing your story on all of that. And just the financial stuff too, I find so interesting. And maybe we'll come back to that, but because I feel like you've made such a huge turnaround <laughs> with the financial <laughs> stuff since then. But True. like you had to really put yourself first. And instead of like freaking out about where you were financially, it's like, okay, this is where we're at. Like, mm-hmm. I need to figure this out. But like, it just, it seems like you did it from a more calm place, but what did it really feel like? Oh, so, I mean, there was a lot of fear because it was like, I freaking, like, I don't know what I, what we're doing, but I also, I was very honest with myself, like, well, clearly I don't know what I'm doing. 
So I need to learn what to do. I need to change my mindset. I need to change my system. Like I have no system with finances and I have never learned what to do with that. That's why I'm in this dump. So I'm going to do everything possibly I can to change this because if I just, because even if I got more money, I would still like be in the same pattern. So been there before. Yeah, like I I have made bad decisions before. So I was like, I just need to relearn this. And you hired a coach. And I hired a coach. <laughs> Even though you were in debt. <laughs> yeah. So I first started with like this bundle of courses, which I put on the credit card, which was the last thing that probably fit on that credit card. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And then, you know, a few months and I like two, three months, I think I was seeing little changes and, and I stopped pretending that I don't want a private coach that I don't want that continual support, like mm-hmm. all the time. And I was like, okay, like another moment to be honest with myself. This is what I desire. This is what I want. And I want it so I can grow not just because it looks good, not because it like sounds good, but because I want to grow faster and I want to have that support because I know it's going to help me um, grow. grow. I love that. And then you did it. When you, when you were putting, um, like obviously you and your husband are deciding to put like the wedding stuff or, or the ceremony, whatever you want to call it, on the credit cards and the travel and the you know, stuff like that. But when you were going to like invest this, like the courses, but then especially like, I'm assuming a much bigger investment in a private coach, was that a hard conversation to have or was he pretty supportive? Oh my gosh. That was like the hardest conversation to have. I mean, you know, you can imagine that, you know, this person who is there to support you and sees that your debt that was on the credit card finally got down and you're there like, hey, so I think the next right step is to invest $35,000 in my coaching. Like you can imagine how that went. And it was like a few months before we were buying our first house. So man, you had literally every excuse in the book not to do it. Like every excuse I've ever heard you had, (laughs) but you didn't use it. No. What did you do? Just like have that conversation and and then kind of explain your thought process. Cause I find it's hard when, and it sounds like he's been so supportive, which is amazing, but especially when they don't really get the coaching world and it just is such, it seems like such backward thinking, but what you Mm -hmm. say or say makes so much sense. It's like, Yes, we are getting the debt down, but it's a pattern. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's something to learn here to change this pattern. Did you guys just have to have that conversation or? Yeah. And I also, one thing I want to say, like he's so sweet and supportive, but also every time that I wanted to invest and put money in it, he would freak out. (laughs) Like we make fun of it right now that he always has this like freak out and then it's good. But obviously like it took some time and like many, many investments for him to be like, Oh, I'm like hundred percent on board. I support that because he's not in this world and he doesn't know what exactly am I doing every day. Exactly. Yeah. So we had a conversation, um, and 
And we were sitting like on the couch and I just told him like, this is what I want to do. And like, he obviously flipped out and was like so scared and just like, you know, he yeah. was the bad cop. And because I just knew that I believe in my mission and in what I'm doing and that I'm not doing it just to spend money, but I'm doing it because I feel called to do that. And because I know that's the right step in my soul and that's what I desire. And if I desire it, like it's, it's just like if I desire it and it's coming from the soul and heart, not just from like logic or mind or this is what I should do. Otherwise I'm going to die. Um, I just knew that I'm going to be supported on that journey. So I think that is the most important thing. Like when discussing money with your partner, um, like you need to be hundred percent set in, I believe in this. Yeah. I love that. And, and I also hear like trusting your desires, which is something I always say, like, trust your desires. They're there for a reason and let them guide you even when they do not make sense because they did not make sense in your case. Right? Things have come together. We're just all on a journey. You know, it's like, we're not supposed to be in the per- perfect position. Like <laughs> the day we're born, <laughs> it's like, you're not like destined to not be successful or to enjoy your life just because you've gotten yourself into a few uh, not so great situations, you know? Yes. And actually I'm going to jump in there because, um, you know, one of the reasons why I got myself before in a really bad financial situation, even before I came to the U S is because I was making like these big investments and big decisions and I stopped paying taxes and all of those decisions were coming from like being pressured into those decisions and it was like fear of missing out and it was fueled by like if I don't do this I'm like people are going to look down at me or if I don't do this it means that I'm not like committed enough and it was coming from all of the wrong places so when I was making this big decision again investing a lot of money in myself again what I'm wanted to make sure is that I was glister, crystal clear with my energy and it was coming from the soul from I desire this not because someone said so not because you know otherwise I'm not gonna be successful not because I fear something but because I desire this oh my gosh I was wanting to ask you that like what it felt like when it was aligned and that's perfect because even with my I mean most of my investments, but especially that bit, that first big one I made and the second one, cause I kind of did like two back to back pretty quick <laughs> when I started, it was like, they both just felt like, I just want to do this. I want to learn from this person. I want to be supported and I want to say yes to myself in this way. And mm-hmm. it's so true. There was none of that. Like this person's not going to like me if I don't do it, or it means something about me if I don't do it. It was just like, I couldn't shake the idea of investing and and getting these coaches because it was like, I just want it, you know? And I love what you were saying earlier. Like you stopped denying the fact that you wanted to have a one-on-one coach and that like continual support, because that's how I felt in the beginning. And that's still how I feel where it's like, I just like having a coach and that's okay. (laughs) You know, and obviously there's so many benefits and reasons to have one, but above all, it's like, obviously it's something I'm meant to be doing because I like it and I keep wanting to, you know? 
Absolutely. And also like, you know, the moment of, of honesty for myself also looked like realizing like, oh, all of these successful women that I see and admire, they all have a coach. Well, that's not an act, you know, that's not an accident. Like it's not like random. That's just, it's pretty clear. And then the second thing was, oh my gosh, I just forgot because there's a spider crawling. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Got me out of the moment for a second. Um, Okay, it will come back to me. But like one of them was like, oh, well, like all of these successful women have a coach. Oh, and the second one was, I want to coach people one-on-one as well. So I cannot wait until someone else hires me to then like make the payment to my coach. Like it didn't make sense. There was like zero leadership in in that. And Mm -hmm. for me, that just felt wrong. I love that. I, I love that you, you framed it like that. It really is. It's making that decision of being the leader. And that's what I was saying in the very beginning that I feel like you have continually made these decisions just from like, okay, what would the next level version of me do? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that that it's like, well, yes, when I'm at the next financial level, I would definitely hire a one-on-one coach because I'd have the money. But right now, <laughs> I'm going to try to figure it out myself and feel bad about it. And like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, the decisions and the scary things come first. (laughs) That's the, those are the stepping stones really, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So one thing that I know you have been talking about recently and is just so perfect. And we brought up the word sparkle earlier, but I want you to share with people like, what does that mean? You call yourself the sparkle bomb coach. You help people turn on their inner sparkle. What is this whole sparkle concept? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Haha. <laughs> so, <excited. Yes. laughs> so I actually did not call myself the sparkle bomb coach first. It was after my first retreat that I hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel, who is also part of our mastermind, just was so excited after the retreat and she shared something in our group chat and she said that I was just this sparkle bomb and in that moment I was like oh my gosh it was like this come to Jesus moment like I just realized like I have sparkly nails I have sparkly phone I have sparkly this I use like sparkles often on my body but not only that but I've been like searching for a word that would describe the happiness and joy in a little bit like deeper, more complex way, because everything that I was teaching people to do and live by, it wasn't just happiness. It wasn't just joy. Like there was something extra, but I couldn't come up with the word, with the name that would like have the energy for me. And when she said that sparkle bomb, it was just like, oh, everything's coming together. So that's when I started calling myself the Sparkle Bomb Coach. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. And I loved it. I actually didn't come up with that. So um, that it was someone else saying yeah. that because. And I, I want to say this like little like marketing tip thing for people. Like that's just natural evolution, right? And letting things flow. And we, we said this earlier when you were like thinking instead of like, what's the right business to have? more so, okay, what is the thing that I embody or what is the thing that matters most to me? And that's like exactly what happened with this, except it came from an outside source. But 
it was so clear to this person who you let into your life and your business, like who you were. And I just want people to know that it is not about finding the right strategic thing. It is literally about being you. And that's the same thing. Like when my business like first really took off, which was a little delayed after hiring those first two coaches, it was because I made this biz bestie who loved me and got to know me inside and out. And finally one day she's like, okay, like we met in person. She's like, Taylor, you are so much more amazing, like in person and like on the phone and on zoom with me than you are like online. So we need to sit down and I'm going to tell you why you're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And that turned into my brand and my marketing. It was, it was who I really was all along. Not like, you know, the right thing to market. And that sounds like what naturally happened for you too. So I just want to share that little tidbit for people because I hear that coming out and I think that's so important for people to know. Yes. And it's so much easier than to just continue being it, which is like having the terms for it because nothing really changed. Like the minute that I switched my bio to like the Sparkle Bomb coach, nothing changed because I was still the same person. It's just, I owned the term then. And I was like, okay, this is it. And so for someone who doesn't really understand or know um, what sparkle is or what does it mean for me, it's, for me, it's really that inner thing. Like there's this like sparkle inside everyone in each of us. And often it's asleep or just it has been hiding for a super long time because we've been told that we are too much or too little or like all of these things or we were felt like we needed to wait for permission or like we just felt like these you know little girls and it's for all of us it's there and it's the thing that makes us tick when we look at the women that are confident, that are like shiny, they're just so bold and they're doing the things that we like wish we could do, that we wish that we would do. It's that part inside of us that like wiggles when we watch these people or, you know, moves inside of you because it like resonates because it's the same vibe, except for, for some of us, it's still asleep. and when that sparkle turns on and like really is allowed to shine and like come forward, that is the difference between the people who we scroll past and the people that we pause and stay. And even though they say like exactly the same things, there's just something different that doesn't let us look away. I love that. I feel like everybody has those moments. It's like that moment where it's like someone just catches your eye online. It's like, oh, she's so confident. I wish I could be that. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like you're saying like that you can be that. That is in you. It's just asleep. It's hiding. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that. (laughs) So um, in the work that you're doing with clients, are you helping them, you know, with their sparkle, like, within their business, within their life, all the things, like, I would love to just hear a little bit about like what it looks like going through Mm -hmm. this process with you. So there are obviously different levels and I do it in both in life and business. And some people have it like combination. Some people have just like one or the other, because for me, it really, who I am in my business is also who I am in my life. 
And that is sort of like, it doesn't change. Like the business cage is not different than the person that you'll meet as a friend. It's just, I'm going to tell you maybe different things because we're talking about different things. (laughs) But I'm still the same person and I still live by the same principles and I still approach things the same way, whether is it my business or my life. And that's what I teach my clients as well. And obviously I have a program that is like specifically focused on that. But when it comes to, in, I guess in general work, what I truly help women is to first find where's that sparkle hiding within them mm-hmm. and help them turn it on in multiple ways. And most of them is, to trust that they can be happy, that being happy every single day is a choice. And that by being happy, they can attract everything in their lives they desire. Love, friendships, money, like all the things, the house that they want, like everything is for me just intertwined with joy and happiness and feeling good and not that there are no moments when something doesn't you know it doesn't feel good or it doesn't go right but then it's we approach it from a completely different angle as this is for us what can we do and what can we take from that rather than like everything is against me and the world is against me I love that what is like one One little quick tip for somebody listening to this, where this is like resonating for them to maybe identify like where their sparkle is or what their sparkle is. Mm. So I would suggest that you take a moment and like try to remember who are the people that you spend the most time looking at on social media, whether you love them or you hate them. Mm -hmm. Who are the people and what is it about them that triggers you in a good or in a bad way? Whether it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I want this or I freaking hate this person because blah, blah, blah. And just pay attention to where it is in, in your body. And Instead of going sort of like against it, play around with that idea. Like, what if this is my, there is some sleeping, you know, little sparkle and, and it's just asleep and it's being triggered because it wants to be let out. Because actually one of the things that I shared during um, the online summit that I hosted was that a lot of those women that I absolutely love and adore and I learned the most from at at the beginning, they triggered me. But because I looked at the triggers as something for me instead of something about them, it helped me to rephrase it to actually turn on my sparkle. I love that. So it doesn't just have to be the things that we feel like we're like admiring in people, but it can even be the things where it's like it triggers us or we, I feel like we, we act like we don't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't stand how she shows up like that or she does that. But then it's like, it's really triggering us because there's like this piece of us that's that confident or that brave or that bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like that can be so fun. I feel like excited. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh. It, it was so fun when I decided that I'm going to make this a game for myself that I'm going to like grow from that rather than like, I hate this person. And obviously there's a difference. Like if you don't like someone because they are doing something terribly wrong. <laughs> right. That's, that's not it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We can, <laughs> let's make that clear. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. And I just think like this, this work is so amazing that you're doing. And I messaged you this a, a little bit ago, but like, I, I just like your photos lately and you have that one post going around right now. That's kind of like before and after sparkle for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you can see it. Mm-hmm. And obviously your outfits are so cute and amazing. And the places you're taking your photos are awesome, but it's not that it's mm-hmm. like, you can literally see two photos you have, like one being a little older, one being new, like nearly the same thing, same pose. And there's just a different energy and confidence. Yeah. And it's the post that, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just saying it's amazing. I love it. I just wanted to say that the particular pose you're talking about, there is difference of like three months. Yeah. Of those pictures. And it's like worlds apart. What changed? Oh, so it wasn't just one thing. It was just this continual work on myself and like really tapping into my confidence and t- tapping into my courage and like owning my power and being okay with owning my power. Because, you know, a lot of women are scared that when we show up in our full power, that people are not going to like us, that people are going to get scared that we're going to break someone energetically or that like something bad is going to happen or that people are going to think that we are, you know, I don't know, like flirts or, you know, like all of these things, like we're so scared to own our power fully. Um, And then what happened? Like I just started, I like embodied it eventually and it just clicked. And it was like this moment when I just felt like I can stand straight and I can like speak with confidence and I had this like I swear my voice changed like I don't know how to prove it but like my voice changed too so it just all clicked wow I love all of this it's so good and people can literally go and just see it (laughs) I feel like you could do a before and after of an audio clip or something one day if you really wanted to I totally should. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. But it's just, it is that. It's like when people see that, like, you know, the, the way that she speaks is so confident. The way that her photos, she looks so confident. Like that you've created that for yourself. And literally just years ago, it's like, I mean, you're basically just like being an au pair, full-time nannying kids, like mm-hmm. barely even able to like, <laughs> you know, communicate or understand simple words. And I know that you said you did understand enough, but it's just crazy. I just think like you're such an example of any excuse that anybody has. Mm. You've had most of them too. <laughs> and you've through <laughs> all of them and it can change so quick. And now you put all of this together into your programs and your coaching to, to make it even faster for people, for that person who is like, yep, this is speaking to me. I want to, I want to (laughs) sparkle. I love it. Oh man. So I feel like now's a good time to kind of wrap this up, but I would love for you to share with people, um, where they can find you 
And, you know, who knows, especially that person that's listening to this that really needs your help right now, your support right now, like, um, maybe you can share a little bit about the Sparkle program. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to, before I jump to that, I just want to say one more thing is yeah. that if there's someone who's like, I'm doing all of these things and it's still not clicking, just keep going in the direction of your desires. It's going to click eventually. I know it seems like it's taking forever, but when you get to the point when it clicks, everything shifts and it's going to seem like it happened so quickly. So I love that. It's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. So people can find me on Instagram. I'm there as Kate Decker Coaching or on Facebook. You can find me as Kate Decker or Kate Decker Coaching through my business page. I also have a free group full of resources that is called the Sparkle Society. So that's where people can find me. And then you said that I, um, what was the next thing? <laughs> if you would like to share a little bit about the Sparkle um, program. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm so excited because we're going to be starting the second round of the Sparkle program, which is literally everything, like every tool that I've ever, you know, used to become the sparkly version and to make it click as fast as possible. Because for me to sparkle the journey took months and I put it together in this package of just few weeks. And like I teach everything that I use every single day to be the most sparkly version of myself. And it's just so much freaking fun because it's not just like learning these things, but also embodying it as we are in the program. And yeah, I'm sorry. You probably heard my dog bark. <laughs> it's okay. I'm shocked. My dogs haven't barked. I love when it's someone else's dog. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So how you can be sparkly even when your, you know, dogs are going crazy or things happen because the outside circumstances, actually, once you turn on your sparkle, the outside circumstances can never dim it, can never like make it smaller. It's just there no matter what. So that's what we're doing in the program. <laughs> I love that. So if that sounds like something that you, the listener needs, just reach out to Kate on one of her social medias and she can fill you in. Um, but I think regardless, give her a follow because first of all, her photos are just so gorgeous and fun <laughs> to look at. <laughs> They're just such a vibe. And, um, one thing I love about following you, Kate, and your content is like, you're just always sharing these little lessons that just hit home. You're mm -hmm. so good at that. I, that's what, that's my favorite thing about your content. Oh, thank you. I always, you know, every day what I do, I always find my projector way in, <laughs> in yep. it to dig deeper. <laughs> I love it. You're like, so this happened today and here's what it taught me and here's what I'm saying to you. I'm like, yeah. I just love it because I feel like I get such a glimpse into your life and also I'm like, relatable, that happened to me today too. <laughs> yeah, I share all the things. I yeah. love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. It was so much fun. And to everyone listening, I will talk to you guys next week. Thank Bye. you so much for having me.
I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.